It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 1017 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 1017 The Team. And thank you so much for listening to 1017 The Team. I'm Joe O'Neill. That is Sam Hauser. We're here till 5, and then we go to Dodgers Audio Network. Dodgers look to avoid getting swept in Miami. The Marlins have outscored L.A. 17-7 in the first two games behind seven home runs. And this Marlins team is not a team that usually wins on the long ball. Well, they have in this season, uh, in this series. Uh, Ryan Pepio uh, is going for the Dodgers. He's a former third-round uh, pick at a Butler, and he's missed most of the year with an oblique injury. He suffered uh, at the end of training, uh, spring training. Okay, I do want to mention, Sam, I'll bring you in on this. Uh, big news yesterday, we made our announcement. We'll be I'll say. the home, the uh, Albuquerque area home, at least, for the Denver Nuggets next season. And appreciate uh, Jason Kosmicki coming on with us. We call him Kos, the play-by-play uh, guy for the Nugs. And this is like, you know, going to be such a perfect fit. See, another element of when you choose what teams you want to affiliate yourself with is the times of their game have to be convenient. And uh, as it turns out, you know, the Nuggets, you know, will be playing their 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 home games and against all their opponents, mostly if it's during the week, it's seven, seven or after. Yeah. So we'll be able to do a little preview to all those games and kicks off with the Lakers, but everything seems to have fit perfectly as we get ready to launch the um, Nuggets on 1017 the team, add their logo to our list along with New Mexico United, APS Athletics, um, we've got the Cowboys, Dodgers, Notre Dame, and now the Nugs will be coming up, and I think the first game October 24th against the Lake Show when they raise the banner and they give out the rings and all that kind of stuff. All right, so we're only here till 5, so we got to keep things moving. And um, with that, let's go to the Bourbon House Dallas Cowboy update because the uh, Cowboys are only a few days away from opening their season. Remember, Bourbon House is where you can get 100 bourbons and whiskey, and that's where Cowboy fans go to watch Cowboy games, including Saturday night. We'll be out there from 4 to 6. What is going on with the Cowboys there, Sam? So it's been well documented on this show by now, at least Mike McCarthy, 5-1 and one against the Giants since he took over as the Cowboys head coach. Which, by the way, it was only 5-4 and four against the Giants with the Packers, so he's already doing better with Dallas than he did with Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers all those years. And, of course, the number one story for the Cowboys is everything about Mike McCarthy. He is even more so now face, voice, and everything else of the franchise as the head coach. He's the play caller. So of all the questions that we've been asking about Mike McCarthy of how is this going to look with the offense, even one step further than that, one of my one of the things I'm curious about is are we going to see a different vibe about Mike McCarthy? Because he, and I actually give him a lot of credit for this, the way that he compartmentalizes the season. You know, you talk about September football, October football, November, and with every passing month, there, you know, it ramps up, there's more expectations. It's not to say that he's lax about September, but relatively speaking, if, if things are sloppy, he kind of chalks it up to September football. Well, we know that he is under a bigger microscope than he's ever been at any point in his coaching career. So I'm curious how he's gonna if he's gonna treat these games any differently. Here's the way I look at it. Okay, finally it's actually here. We'll be able to watch and listen to the Cowboy games and see Mike McCarthy in action as an offensive coordinator. I didn't like put that 
much into it. I, I'm just like, you're the head coach. Shouldn't you be engaged in offense and defensive plays every single time? But you've, you've pointed out, I mean, this is a whole different thing that's going to put the responsibility of the success on the offense. And here's what I'll say about the way he carp- depart, com- compartmentalizes. compartmentalizes, thank you, compartmentalizes things is because he's been around the block, Sam. I mean, this guy has been in the trenches, and we'll see what kind of an offensive coordinator he is. That's it. That's that'll be de- to be determined. Um, and hopefully, it's a significant difference, particularly at the quarterback position. I know Troy Aikman, you know, went through and talked about how Dak Prescott is. He's expecting him to have like a, a ridiculously successful year. He said he talked about the interceptions. Yeah, they come. It was too many, but he said like on a lot of those INTs, the the route was run poorly and just like a bad decision by Dak that you'd think one more year of of um, maturity would would offset. So anyway, uh, getting back to McCarthy, yeah, I'm looking forward to have him have a clipboard or whatever sheet looks like and in action when the Cowboys are on offense. I'm I'm it's finally here. I'll start talking about it. He holds the sheet very well. He's got that down. You talk about he's been around the block. That's what he's figured out a way to do. He's got the sheet, and he can fold it up and use it to to clap like a boomstick when guys come over on the sideline. He's got that part worked out. Now it's a matter of what he's going to do once he uses it. And part of the reason I even bring this up is because, yes, the good side is he's 5-1 and one against the Giants since being the head coach of the Cowboys. Okay. But he's also 0-3 in season openers. Yeah, and, I, man, I'm, uh, it, they're trends and they're things to that we talk about, but I, I think if he was asked that, you know, he would give you the same answer is didn't, didn't he get asked the question about going five and one in his career against the giants? I'm going to start with this is like the giant. And he wasn't so successful against the giants when he was in the Packers with the Packers. I'll bet you the giants were a lot better in the years that, you know, that's when Eli Manning was the quarterback. They were going to super bowls. They won a super bowl. Uh, I mean, um, there's, the, you know, just difference from, you know, they've had three different coaches, it seems oh, yeah, like, you're in going the last five Eli years. Manning and some yeah, of those so teams. What, no, what did he say when, when he was asked about uh, being 5-1? and one? Hey, coach, you're playing the Giants. You feel you're 5-1 and one against them as the Cowboy coach. What do you think? Here's what he said. It doesn't factor in how we're going <laughs> to look at this game or how we look at their personnel. You know, we know we're going into a live venue. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's Sunday night football. So, you know, we're more focused on the particulars of this game. And, and that's the beauty of division football because, you know, really records don't mean much in division games because your division games historically are always the toughest. And, and I anticipate this will be a, a tough football game Sunday night. Now, the first two losses were close. 2020, we also have to remember he's coming in, COVID, everything's all upside down. It was still 2017, 20-17 they lost to the Rams. The year after that, 31-29, a walk-off field goal in Tampa as they're celebrating their Super Bowl from the year before. So you're talking about his lack of success in the opening game. Yeah, now. his 0-3 record. There is a caveat yeah. because two of them and were... And he would say, if he was asked about, you know, hey coach, you're 0-3 in openers, he would have just inserted whatever he just said about playing the Giants and winning five, you know, being, you know, winning five of sixes. He would have just said that, like, being 0-3 in, in first games don't mean anything to him. It, and it probably doesn't. I mean, last year, even before Dak's thumb injury, they didn't really look like they were prepared for that no, game. No, they did not. So th- so that's kind of the other side of it. But I also think that we all... And, and I don't know where... We haven't really talked about, you know, kind of where we sit on this one. 
it's been brought up over and over again how the percentages fit into when you start 0-1, how it affects your playoff percentage or Super Bowl percentage. To me, that stuff is so overblown anyway. That if you start zero and one, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the that, yeah that yeah the, the when it gets into week eight and nine, you know, and teams that have only got three wins have only made the playoffs like eleven percent of the time, then it starts getting a little interesting. But the whole way you start out zero and one, zero and two, zero and three, zero and four, one and five, all that. Uh, it it just it, yeah it's overwhelming it is overwhelming but, but I guess that's what you know people look at uh, you know but at the whole thing at the beginning of this season come on now yeah it's it, 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 and it is out there the numbers are you know what your percentage is if you start one and zero versus zero and one but then you got to find out well did that game was that game against a, a you know a, a road game a home game were you playing a team that re, you know was a, successful the previous year you know i mean that's the thing about the cowboys schedule they they are playing like a, a top flight schedule this year because of the success that they had last year yeah it's a way more difficult schedule last year or this season last year they got the afc south they got the NFC North with the Bears and the Lions. They got you know the Texans and and Tennessee and and so now yeah so it is a much more it is a much more difficult schedule. Now you got to play uh, the home opener week two is against the Jets. Yeah yeah no I know I know Sam. All right well thank you so much. That is the Bourbon House Dallas Cowboys uh, update. Remember we'll be at the Bourbon House conveniently located there on Eubank and Montgomery. We'll be there uh, from four to six on Sunday to get you ready for the Sunday night game, Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. And uh, it's a great spot. Over 20 local beers on tap, along with those 100 different uh, bourbons and whiskeys and great food. So make your plans to go out there and watch the uh, the Cowboys on Sunday night because there'll be other Cowboy fans out there as well. All right, so uh, we'll... Uh, now move into you know this like major injuries uh, across the league that we should take note of, Sam. Yeah, so we'll start with the Cowboys, and these these ones in particular are ones that make you put a little knot in your stomach, depending on what happens between now and Sunday. But both Tyron and Tyler Smith both held out of practice today. Two of your starting offensive linemen, both on the left side, Donovan Wilson, one of the safeties, did not practice today. Sam Williams. With a foot injury on top of everything else that he's got it going on for him, too. Sam Williams upgraded to limited. He didn't practice yesterday. Limited today. So these, it's not, I mean, it's not like a, a full, full list, but these are some of the more. Well, yeah, players. I mean, th- yeah, if you're th- the possibility of losing two of your starting offensive linemen is a, a bad start to begin with. All right, that's the Cowboys injury issue. What about with some other teams around the league, Sammy? Yeah, so let's start with tonight, actually. It, uh, Travis Kelsey is not going to play, which should not be a surprise to anybody. They now, fight. I heard on the sports update that he's trying to get get a chance to play did you hear that at the four o'clock I mean yeah he's you, trying to he's trying to push Andy Reid and I'm, I'm envisioning that going the exact same way that it did with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC divisional round last year when he had the the foot injury and he's trying to tell him I can go and they say no and he takes his big puffy Michelin man quarterback jacket and throws it on the ground because they wouldn't <laughs> let him go back in I'm imagining something similar with Travis Kelsey they're all not right. gonna let him play so okay all right so uh but other injuries and along then, with Kelsey yes yeah, so you got Travis Kelsey and then on the other side for Detroit a man Emmanuel Mosley is not going to play tonight. They just brought him in from San Francisco, uh, beefing up that secondary with him and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Emmanuel Mosley for the Lions not going to play tonight. Carolina dealing with their top two wide receivers. Both missed practice today. Adam Thielen and D.J. Chark both missing practice. Remember, Bryce Young 
from Alabama, the number one pick, getting ready for his first game, maybe without one or one or two of his top receivers. No Cooper Cup. We've known that one for a little while. Adam Thielen is still in the league. Adam Thielen is still hanging around now in Carolina. Man, did he catch everything? You talk about, you know, like a Cooper Cup, uh, you know, type player when he was with the Vikings. That I didn't, I had no idea he was still catching passes, catching everything that's thrown his way. So he's with Carolina, and he uh, he may be out. All right, he so, may be out. DJ Chark as well. Cooper Cup. Sean McVay is speaking been, of Cooper Cup has been on the record as saying that he's not ruled out putting Cooper Cup on IR to start the season. He's not going to play on Sunday. And then Christian Watson, who Cowboy fans will remember, he had that big game against Dallas last year, really came on the second half of the season. He, he used was, to be with the Cardinals. Yeah. Out, he was a high draft choice out of the for the Cardinals. He can fly. He, he Yeah, he absolutely can, and he did against Dallas last year in Green Bay. He missed a second consecutive day of practice, so the first game for Jordan Love, maybe without one of his top guys. All right. Well, the NFL finally starts uh, tonight. You got the Lions and Chiefs um, coming up later on. Lions, a four and a half point favorite. The last time I checked, uh, total is sitting at uh, around 46, I believe, um, is what the total's sitting at. Um, so we'll actually have Rafael Spars on at the end of the show. I'm going to press him up on uh, tonight's game. I'm going to press him up on what he thinks about that Nebraska game.